1: And welcome into the Intentional Encourager podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sexton. Thank you for joining us again today. Hey, some guests are so good, you have to have them back. And this guy is no exception. If you are, and and today we're going to take this this podcast in two parts. So this is part one of this podcast. And we're going to talk about the encouragement of bucket list living. And I know some of you out there are going, what's a bucket list? I'm going to tell you what a bucket list is, if you don't already know. The second, and it's not a movie. It's not a Morgan. It's not a Morgan Freeman movie. The second part of this this conversation that you'll hear later is going to be all about the encouragement of dreams. But this guy can speak to both of those things as proficiently as anybody I know, and that's my friend. He's a podcaster. He is a a coach. He's a speaker. There's he's got his hands in everything. Uh, uh, Arkansas Razorback super fan. Brad Norwood joins me on the Intentional Courage Podcast. Brad, what's good, brother?
0: Ah, uh, woo we'll pig, brother, and thank you for that introduction. I, I need to take you on the road with me, sexy, man. That's that's uh that's pretty good. Thank you for that.
1: You mean uh like like hype man for hire? Yeah,
0: absolutely. If I could walk out to a crowd with that introduction every day, I I wouldn't have to pat myself on the back so Well much. you do walk
1: out <laughs> to that kind of introduction, man. I mean you were at the you were at the, the Masters. let's start here. And I was thinking about this this morning. You, you went to the Masters. You've, you've gone to the Masters just about every year now. 2020 was was the aberration because instead of them playing the Masters in April, they played it in November because of COVID. Right. And so uh, I watched this year, as a lot of people did, gallery full of fans. You were there live on site. I got to ask you this. How encouraging was it to you, you know, putting, putting – together packages for folks and you you told an incredible story when you were on with me the first time you had to go back and listen to that story about the 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 three minute uh basically parting of the clouds so he could get out of out of st louis missouri right but, uh, but you gotta you gotta go back and hear that but how encouraging was it to you to go back to an event where there were gobs and gobs of people and everybody it was just like it was almost a return to normal of some of some
0: sorts it was. It was, you know, it was beyond normal, to be honest with you, Brian. Uh, the crowd was as large as I've ever seen it. And, you know, the secret and and uh, glamour that is Augusta, we never know how many people are actually there, right? But I can tell you this, in the eight years that I've been going, uh, we've never seen cars parked down the streets where we host our hospitality and, and provide our tickets from. Uh, it it was a madhouse. The, the uh, national parking lots were full and people were coming down the street out on the course. Of course, you had Tiger uh, making his comeback from his car accident. And, I mean, even on Sunday, he's down by 10 shots at one point. And you, by looking at the gallery, I, I was posted at that time on number two just to watch him start early in the morning. And the gallery with him coming through on two, you'd have thought it was the final group on Sunday. It was just amazing to see people back, uh, amazing for golf to be back at, at the Mecca of golf. Um, and it was fun. We had, we had a a great year fulfilling still trips that had to be fulfilled from 2020. Um, but also helping people check something off their bucket list for the first time in 2022.
1: And, and, you know, that's amazing, Brad, because again, I I have always thought about my dad's picture hangs just to my left here in my office and, that was one thing that I wish I'd gotten to do with my dad was go to a master's. You yeah. know, there, there are some events as a sports fan. And obviously if you're watching on YouTube, I am rocking my Cincinnati Bengals gear because it's a lifelong, it's a, it's a year long party when your team makes the Super Bowl <laughs> for the first time in 33 years. But Brad, here's what I'll say. There were things that I got to do with my dad and then things I didn't get to do with my dad. And, and I, I think to myself, man, it's, I, I missed it and things like that. When you think about people that, that you saw, you were talking about going to the Masters this year and and cars lying down the street and things like that. Do you think that, that COVID kind of forced people to review their bucket list a little bit closer and say, hey, there's things I've always wanted to do that I haven't done? I, and I guess I'm talking about the fragility of life a little bit here because – um, and forgive me for the long-winded question, it just struck me when you said that there were cars lying down the road and they're not normally there. What that yeah. told me was there was an, an insatiable appetite for people, one, if they've didn't, if they never been to the Masters to go, and two, to do anything possible to get there. Kind of, kind of take that ball and run with it a little bit, if you will.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'll give you the honest, the honest answer. Um, as a bucket list coach, I, the short answer is no. I don't. I really don't think it did. Uh, COVID did inspire people uh, to start living their bucket list. I think people, towards the end, started looking at it, uh, maybe a little bit and taking it to consideration. But here's the deal with a bucket list, as in anything else you want to be successful with in life, it requires action, and that's what we coach on. It requires action. And a lot of people while they may have thought about it are still yet to take the action. And I say that, Brian, because 99% of people think that a bucket list is all about travel and experiences, the masters, right? And while that is a bucket list item, it's only 1 of the program that we teach. And that's through what we would call a travel experience. What, the reason I say no, that people missed a lot, the majority of people missed on their bucket list during COVID and even coming out is because they didn't really use that time, as you know, to get intentional. How, you know, did they really write it down? And then again, did they start to take action? If you ask people, what'd you do during COVID? And I'm guilty in some aspects of it. Others, I'm not. Like you said, I I started a podcast out of, because of COVID. Uh, I've kind of let that go by the wayside a little bit, haven't been doing as many episodes. Uh, you know this, and we've connected. You've had him on, on your podcast. we connected with Joe Hart, uh, the flipping coach. I started flipping during COVID. Many people did. It's something I continue to do. That yeah. was fun for me. It was a bonding experience with my oldest son, and now my middle son's getting into it. Uh, and so again, it's all about that intentionality and the action that people are taking. And I think, again, like most of us do, people drop the ball on the action coming out of COVID. I mean, travel is back. I, I'm in the industry. Travel is back. We, we took the mask off. It's now optional if you're on an airplane. Uh, but people still aren't hitting the buttons to go, go, go quite yet. So that's why I say no. On the other side, Absolutely. There are people, there are, are a few, uh, you know, the actions of a few, as we always say, that have. They're, they've started to take the action. They've realized, hey, wait a minute. I've had some freedoms taken away from me here yeah. by this, and I'm going to go live, and I've got the chance to do it today. And those people are the ones I celebrate, love to see out doing life. And it does again, it doesn't have to be the extravagant travel. It doesn't have to be the masters. It's as simple as picking up a phone uh, and calling somebody and saying, "Man, I miss hearing your voice. I miss yeah. seeing you. Yeah. Let's connect."
1: Yeah, and and I'll tell you this: what struck me, but again, by what you said there, was the fact of doing things that you've always wanted to do, but taking the action to do it. And and I'll say this, Brad, is that the the week? So so I've been flying just about every week for work. And you mentioned travel is back. Yeah, it's back. All right. Yeah. It's back. Because I flew to White Plains. I flew in and out of White Plains, New York. I had to cover a territory for my job on Long Island. And the last two Thursdays that I went to fly out and to fly home from White Plains, man, it was packed. But here's what I noticed. The Monday... Of the, the federal judge's ruling in Florida that removed the, the CDC mask mandate that the FAA went with. I flew on Monday, masked up like you're supposed to. I didn't see a lot of interaction between people. You just didn't right. see it. Yep. You You yep. noticed that as well. Thursday, it was like somebody flipped a switch. And we got on the plane and the stewardess, the, the, the flight attendant, I shouldn't say stewardess, flight attendant, said the federal mask mandate has been lifted and the whole plane applauded. It
0: erupted. Absolutely.
1: They, they applauded. And, and what you're saying is so powerful, Brad, because the encouragement to travel and to live life should have always been there, even in the midst of of a virus. And and I don't want to offend anybody by that, but that's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth as, as a preacher would say, it's the truth anyhow. And, (laughs) and you know, you you understand that the encouragement of life is to live it to its fullest. What do you find that keeps people from living their best bucket list life? You you mentioned action, but I got to think there's something else there. Because you were talking about travel and you said, Brian, travel is 1 of what we teach with the bucket list living. But I've got to think that there is another dominant action within people. You mentioned action was one reason that, that people don't live out, but I got to think there's something else there. What is it, Brad?
0: Yeah, it, without a doubt, it's what I call head trash, uh, but it's fear and, and fear spelled F E A R. You put it in an acronym. It's false expectations appearing real. And we talk ourselves out of so many things that limit us mentally. They limit us physically. And then we don't take the action. We tell ourselves over and over and over again that, well, I've never done that and I can't do that. I'm not good at that. I don't do this. I'm not that way. That's not me. When, if you remove that doubt in that fear. I've got a great video on my YouTube channel at Dream It Professional Events about facing fear. I'm scared to death of heights, Brian. I'm scared to death of them. I, I don't like to ride a glass elevator. I don't go outside really on a balcony over three stories high. I, but, it, but the reason I'm quote scared of heights is because I have this fear of falling. Now, obviously, We're talking here today because I've never fallen off a balcony or an elevator or fallen out of an airplane or any of that. Right. But it's this false expectation that appears real in my mind that when I get on the edge of a cliff or the edge of a balcony, that I'm going to fall and it's false.
1: Hey everybody brian sexton prices are going up by the day we've got to find ways to increase our household revenue now a couple ways you could do that is one you could go and ask your boss for a raise But if that doesn't work
0: Yeah, And so about three years ago, four years ago now, I went to the top of the stratosphere in Las Vegas and shaking in my boots to go to the you know tallest building out there and, and go to the top floor. And my videographer, Sharp Dunaway, filmed an incredible video about that experience. And we weren't even doing it because of my fear we were doing it to go up and, and film about incentive programs and getting a great view of the city of Las Vegas. And on the way up, it hit me. I'm doing something I'm conquering and facing a fear and conquering a fear is an item on our bucket list. One of those 12. And I realized, man, I'm doing something powerful. I am conquering yeah. this false expectation.
1: Yeah. And
0: that feeling when you do that, continues to spur action. Now, yeah. hey, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm still scared of heights, right? But I know right. now when I when I face that challenge or opportunity to go do it because I've well, done it once before. Hey, Brad, let me jump in.
1: Let me jump in there. I love what you're saying there about conquering the fear of a bucket list because here's, here's what immediately jumped to mind when you were talking about that. What immediately jumped to mind when you were talking about that was the adrenaline that kicks in when a mother – And, you know, when something happens to a child with a mother, you know, they've talked about ladies lifting cars off their kids because they have so much adrenaline because that kid is in danger. And, And sometimes we don't recognize the fear of that because in the moment there's so much adrenaline pumping through us. And, and I got to think as you were riding the elevator, you were probably halfway up or maybe three quarters of the way up before it hit you because the adrenaline of, we got to get this done. We're going to go do this. It's going to be a cool shot. All these other things are in your mind. I've done the stratosphere. I did the coaster that went off the side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and I'm
1: the same way. I I get a little nervous, you know, heights like that and things like that. But I thought, man, I want to do the coaster off the side of that thing. Right. And, and it's just, it, it's wild because you're looking, that thing takes you down and you're staring at 350 or 400 feet below you a pavement.
0: <laughs> and it's
1: like, okay, well, this is a different perspective. But again, sometimes, Brad, I think this is true. I think this is really what you're, you're really diving in here. And I love where you're taking us is sometimes you have to push yourself to the edge Of your bucket list to really understand what's possible and there's so much encouragement there inside of that because you know encouragement inspires belief Zig Ziglar said it: it is the fuel that powers hope and so I love what you said there let's go to the opposite side of it when you work with folks what's their biggest motivating factor for taking action you've got the other side of fear (laughs) I can't do this. I won't do this. It's too hard. Yeah. Then you've got some people that are firemen. They, they want to, you know, firemen want to run into the fire. Sure. You know what? So what's the other side of it? What, what does that look like for folks that, that are, that are just fired up about their
0: bucket list? That's a great analogy. i tell you what you and fire, uh, on our two podcast episodes have great, some great analogies Trips don't burn
1: up in a fire. My man, that's
0: right, that's (laughs) right, brother. But, but you're exactly right. The fireman seeing a house on fire, even though it's, it's a bit of a tragedy, what does he see? He sees opportunity. That's the opportunity for him to go and get his job done, right? His work done, his purpose fulfilled. The fireman is there to put out the fire. And he sees the fire, he sees the opportunity. And most importantly, he knows his purpose. And that's what happens when people start to realize what's really on their bucket list. If I've got a hero, I want to meet. You just had him on a few episodes ago. Michael Ray, the smile guy from Smile project Louisville has been a hero on my bucket list since pre COVID COVID kept us from meeting. And what the guy does with his organization, with Maddie, his nonverbal Down Syndrome daughter, and how she can express love, even though she's nonverbal, the way that he can empower people through love and a smile, he knows his purpose. And and so he was a hero that I wanted to meet. And I knew that the opportunity was there when we started connecting personally. And so Anytime you can see opportunity and then know your purpose and you've got that purpose behind you, you'll take the action. And that's what drives it. And so as I'm coaching people, Brian, I've had people buy trips. Don't get me wrong because everybody goes there. I've had people in my sessions buy trips to Italy. I've had people close on dream houses, you know, in a session where a guy said, you know, my wife and I, it's crazy you're talking about this. My wife and I went and looked at houses this weekend just for something to do. And we're in the meeting, we're going through and he goes, I'm going to call her. And he, he did it. And there's this positive peer pressure, if you will, that we coach in our sessions and that we want you to realize two things, opportunity and purpose. And so this guy had been looking at houses with his wife all weekend and he realized, man, that's an opportunity there. Maybe we were looking at those on purpose. And so he called her during our session and said, hey. Call that realtor back. Let's make an offer and see what happens. Yeah. And you see the opportunity, you know, the purpose, you know why you're doing something and that becomes bucket list living. And that's why people take action. Well,
1: here's the thing. There, there's a couple of things I want to unpack from what you just said. I, I thank you for sharing that story. Number one, Michael Ray would not have been on the intentional Encourager podcast without you making it happen. You were the guy that put us together. We've been, I had been trying through back channels and you just eliminated all the back channels and you just sent both of us a text and said, you boys need to get together. And it, and it did, it was beautiful and, and,
0: uh, opportunity, right?
1: Right. Exactly. And, and, uh, we've got something planned. My wife and I have something planned. We want to get together with Michael and Maddie and, uh, do something for smile project Louisville. But, um, I'll tell you this too, what you said there was just so, so deep and impactful. And that is that is this, Brad. It is the the where we are in our society, in our economy, things like that. People look at as we're recording this up here in West Virginia. Gas is four thirty-five a gallon. Yep. Things are going up every day. Everything's going up. Everything's going up. This this for a lot of people would be the wrong time to travel. This would be the wrong time to do this. This would be well, you know, we got to wait till things cool back down. Things like that but what I said, and it was almost like you were riding in the car to church with us last night. this is, this is, this is, this is wild. It's not wild. It's, it's what's supposed to be in this conversation. What's going to happen is those that are prepared in this economy are going to be able to take advantage of opportunity. And I love what you said there. It's all about how do you want to prepare? Do you want to have the biggest house on the block? Do you want to have the most cars in the driveway? Do you want to to have the Instagram vacations and things like that? And there's nothing wrong with that. But at what price? Or do you want to just be the ant in the Bible, the ant and the sluggard, the ant who just stores up and stores up and stores yeah. up and stores up? <laughs> and then when the, the winter hits there's plenty and I've even said this before too Brian forgive me for the long the the long way I'm taking this conversation I've even used the analogy in the in the scripture of Joseph having you know Pharaoh having the dream Joseph interpreting it where there's going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine in Egypt and they store it up and and at some point the Bible talks about Joseph was the guy that bought all you know when when, when money failed, Joseph bought up all the grain. When grain failed, Joseph bought up all the land. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is opportunity is going to favor the prepared. So how does one prepare their bucket list? How, how do you go about, because if somebody says, hey, Brad, I've never done a bucket list. I did one. I did one back in, in January because I'm turning 50 in August. Yeah. So I, I did one. <clears throat> Awesome. How, how does one prepare a bucket list?
0: Well, it starts with, with the dreams, uh, and intentionally it's part of the reason my company is called dream it. Uh, but it starts with a dream. We all have this dream or idea in our head. Uh, but the most effective part of that and most important part, aside from the action, even though it is an action is to write it down. Brian, you've got to take that dream, that thought, that idea. And get it down on paper. One of my favorite guys to do this is Jesse Cole, CEO of the Savannah Bananas. He literally every day has a think session where he takes every idea in his head and writes it down. No matter what the idea is, whether it's work, family, his own personal life, whatever it might be, he takes every idea he's got and he writes it down. Then he does it with his staff. What can we do around here? What ideas do you have? I don't care how good or bad it is. In fact, they set the Guinness Book of World Records the other night for most people in a crowd in a banana suit because they just wanted. They, it was an idea. That hey, Brad, hold second.
1: hold up, hold up there a second. You just said something really powerful. People will take sheets of paper. They'll start with a notebook like this. Yeah. And they'll write something down. And they'll wad it up and throw it in the trash. Right. And they'll write something down again and wad it up and throw it in the trash. And before long, that trash is heaping with just crumpled up pieces of paper. Yeah. I love what you said there. And you had Jesse on your podcast. I'm, I'm jealous. That's one guy I'd love to, to have on on the well, Intentional Encourage well, podcast.
0: We can make it happen.
1: Yeah. But it's it's almost like people go, well, that's not a good idea. And so they just toss it right or that'll never happen I, i'd i love to see it happen but that'll never happen and they toss it why do you think people are so critical of themselves when they're making a bucket list that that's really what i i, I gathered from what you were saying and i i didn't mean to interrupt you but you just you continue to pull this 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 out and i love where you're taking the conversation it's almost like you want to write it down but you go no nah, it's not possible now nah, right. forget that Why do people do that to themselves? Why, why do we get to the point where we make this bucket list of things we, we dream of doing or want to do, or think we can do, but, but what happens inside of us that toss that, that causes us to toss the paper into trash?
0: Yeah. You said the key word there. We, we start with writing things down that we think we can do and we do those. And then as we've already discussed, fear gets in the way or. Most time, money gets in the way. People let money distract them from the bucket list and what they've written down. But then, just like you said, we start writing what we think we can do and we we stop writing what we don't think we can do.
1: Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. You know dreams are powerful pieces of intentional encouragement. We all have them. If you're a business owner, you've probably always dreamed of taking your sales to levels you've never seen before. I've got a guy that can help you with that. His name is Brad Norwood. My good buddy Brad has been on the Intentional Encourager podcast as a guest before, and he is a dream specialist. His company, Dream It Pro offers incentive packages to travel to places such as the Masters, Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, even exotic places that you've always wanted to take your team, but you just didn't know how to do it. Brad's your guy. And oh, by the way, Brad's a certified bucket list coach, so he can help your team members achieve their personal dreams as well. I want you to go to www.dreamitpro.com and find out more, or call him directly at 479-466-6907. And by the way, tell him you heard it on the Intentional Encourage Podcast. Let's get back to more great conversation here on the Intentional Encourage Podcast.
0: I don't know if I'll ever be able to meet Michael Ray, or now on my list next is Jesse Cole, quite frankly. I don't know if I'll ever be able to meet him. Yes, I can, because I've written it down and I've got a plan. I know when the season is. I know when he's busy. I know when he's traveling. Those kind of things, right? It's not an overnight deal. It doesn't have to be overnight. It doesn't have to be expensive and extraordinary. Again, the Masters, for example – thousands and thousands of dollars to go and attend that experience. But it doesn't take anything except for the monthly cell phone bill you've got to pick up the phone and call somebody you haven't talked to in forever or to get on that Instagram account and follow someone you've always wanted to meet or go find an old ball coach and reconnect on Facebook or with a a connection. Just like you saying, hey, I've been trying to get Michael Ray on the podcast forever. And Brad, you made it happen. Well, once you spoke that into existence and let it be known you were trying to meet him or get him on the podcast. I happened to have that connection. We made it happen. You never know who has those connections and who can help you do those things. I want to take the trip. I want to meet somebody. I want to make this my proudest achievement. Brian, I want to be the top salesman in my organization this year. And the minute I voice that or have it written down where not only I can see it, but somebody else, you never know who's coming to help. And so as an organization leader, what if I asked my team, not just for the KPIs, not just for the annual review, not for the quarterly review, but what if I actually asked my team to write down what would be their proud achievement at home and at work? And with a bucket list, here's the fun part about it, Brian. In fact, I've had customers do this. You can go through all 12 components we've got in a single day. And people are going, now, wait a minute. Well, how am I going to travel somewhere? Well, guess what? Go to a restaurant in town you've never been to. Go somewhere on the other side of town where you don't ever go. And all of a sudden, you've traveled somewhere new. Go introduce yourself to the person in front of you at the register checking yourself out at Walmart today. You're going to meet somebody that's a hero to somebody else. Do something extravagant, pour kindness into someone else. And it will all of a sudden become your proud achievement for the day. And so what if as an organizational leader, you asked your team and encouraged them to start writing these things down. Great leaders don't just say and tell and do. They walk alongside. And as a leader, if I see that on my team's list, I'm going to grab their hand and say, come on, I know how to do this. Or I know someone else that knows how to do this. And here's the key words. I want to help you. And when you do that, man, it's, it's so powerful. And the bucket list, you just start checking away, you start checking away.
1: I love that the key words. And that's what I wrote down and I'm going to put it in the, in the notes. The keywords to a bucket list because there is real encouragement, Brad, in saying, I want to help you. Let me walk alongside you. Let me, it's been fun for me connecting people. And I'll share a quick story here that I, I don't know that I've shared, but, it, but it, it really ties into what you're talking about. There was a young lady in our area that, um, that at the time she was 12 or 13 years old and she had pediatric cancer but she was a big duck dynasty fan and so doing live radio i just happened to have my friends Al and lisa robertson on and uh during one of the breaks i said hey there's a there's a there's a young lady in our area huge duck dynasty fan do you guys mind giving her a little shout out and so they did that it took 60 seconds out of a 45 minute interview conversation right but her dad texted me and said man you don't know what that meant to her to have a member of the family to to recognize her like that and I don't Brad I don't think we realize the power of assistance and and how we can help other people in in the in the couple minutes that we have left how do you encourage people to have somebody walk alongside them in their bucket list, or how do you encourage people to assist other people in their bucket list journey?
0: It's an act of kindness and that's one of our items on our list and kindness and love and encouragement breed kindness, love and encouragement. And so the way to encourage somebody to walk alongside is because Brian, it becomes contagious. As you start helping somebody accomplish what's on their list, you didn't realize just helping them was already on yours again, because we've got this mindset, no, it's got to be travel. I got to go do these plays. No, it's not. It's about the name of your podcast ought to be bucket list because it's about intentional encouragement. Every bit of it is about that. Whether you're encouraging someone else or you're intentionally encouraging yourself. You know, I have an acronym that we start every series out with. A a guy like me likes to have ice in his bucket, right? You think of a bucket and a bucket list. I keep a lot of ice in my bucket. I got to keep the beverages cold. But that ice stands for being intentional, challenging yourself, and envisioning the experience. Now, what does envisioning the experience mean? Brad, you're an experienced guy, so now you're getting cheesy words on me. no. It's those dreams that you had when you started this plan, and you got intentional and wrote them down, and you challenged yourself to start taking the action. When you envision that experience, what does life look like after I've done this, while I'm going through the process, whether helping somebody along with it, or what's it look like when I get to experience it? Man, why, and that's that's where the why comes from. Why do I want to do this? Because yeah. this is what it looks like. Well, there's not enough people
1: that ask themselves why. We we run from that. And I want to go here just real quick. You hit on a great word, why. And so many people, Brad, run from why. Because why makes us think, okay, I've got to reveal something that maybe I didn't want to reveal. I've got to really face some things that i didn't think i'd have to face why is a real powerful word there and so you know i'm a big guy i'm a big why guy you know if my wife sends me something i'm like why are you texting me about this my son said why are you texting me about this i want to know what your reasoning is and that's real powerful to, to uncover brad tell folks how they can get connected with you find out more about Dream It Pro about bucket list living. I want you to take just a couple minutes and tell folks how they can get connected with you.
0: Thanks for that. Uh, The main way to connect with me is if you're a LinkedIn user uh, on LinkedIn. My name is Brad Norwood um, and it's just the regular old LinkedIn login, Brad Norwood. Uh, You can also find me on all social media platforms at Dream It Pro, D-R-A-E-M-I-T-P-R-O. Um, or it's posted everywhere um, all across. In fact, while we're on this call, I'm, I'm blowing up, but my personal cell phone is everywhere that you can reach out to me, and it's 479-466-6907. 479-466-6907. You can call me. You can text me any hours of the day, and I tell people all the time, and as you well know, Brian – I will respond the minute that I am able to respond. And there's a lot of minutes that I'm able to do that. I sleep about six hours a, a day. And other than that, I'm up and going and I will get to you. I promise uh, as soon as I can, I, you know, being busy, this, this is bucket list stuff too. A lot of people say, man, I, I get so many calls and emails. I just can't answer them all. And I call BS on all that because you got to be yeah, intentional about that's it. right. right? And, and so people, you ask people all the time, man, how are you doing? Oh, good. I'm, I've been busy, been busy. Yep. And I always ask people, are you bragging or are you complaining? Yeah. Because busy, just a busy word. Right. And so call me, text me anytime. And the minute that I get a chance, I will absolutely answer or respond to your text.
1: Well, I would say this. Don't. Don't text or call during uh, about twelve Saturdays in the fall, from <laughs> from a certain time window. If 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 the University of Arkansas is playing, and and then you know this past year they made quite a run in the NCAA tournament. So, Brad was kind of insufferable, just to be honest. <laughs> I mean they were they were they were rolling, they were rolling, and, and Arkansas basketball hasn't rolled in in a good while. So and 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 I'm not throwing shade. I mean it's been. It's been since the Nolan Richardson days that, that those boys had something to celebrate in Fayetteville and on, the, on the hard That's run. right.
0: Hey, and call or text me during a Razorback event, and I will quickly turn you into a Razorback fan.
1: And I have, I have texted – You'll know when they're playing. Hey, he has texted me during Bengals games, especially when a, a former Arkansas quarterback gets into a Cincinnati Bengals game. Uh, one of two things is either they're way up or they're way down because – you know we we want to see we want to see uh, number nine on the field, not number eight. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, Brad, this has been fun. Again, folks, I'm going to have part two of this conversation on the encouragement of dreams. Uh, this will release after this conversation, so you want to stay tuned. Come back and listen to part two of this conversation. You do not want to miss it. Brad Norwood has been my guest here today on the Intentional Encourage podcast.